Hey, hey, welcome to your weekly Skinny with Jesus. Today is March 21st, 2017, and I'm so glad you've tuned in with us uh, to this call today. We meet right here, same dial-in number, same time each week, Tuesdays at 2, and really I just try to make this a time in our week to hit pause and slow down for a few minutes to refocus our lives and get recharged on God's Word. You've heard me say it before, Sundays are not enough. Church on Sunday is great, and we should all be going. We need to be plugging in with a a body of believers. But our walk with the Lord should be so much more than just Sundays. God's Word is our daily bread, right? That's what it's referred to as, our, our daily bread. And we need it every day. We should feed on it. Imagine if we only ate once a week. If we only had a meal once a week, how healthy would our bodies be? Right? And the same goes with our spiritual lives. We can't just get a little Jesus on Sundays and expect to have a healthy spiritual life either. So with that said, I hope this is a place for you to plug in each week. If you are not already a member of our Facebook page, you can search Weekly Skinny in Facebook and add yourself there. I post all these calls there under the Files tab, so you can always go back if you missed a call uh, or if you want to get caught up, if you started with this in the middle of a series. The playback of this call is um, also available here at this number. It's the same dial-in number, except for the last digit is an 8 instead of a 7. Um, and you can tune into these calls here on the, you know, dialing in with your phone um, for the playback is good for a week after the original call until next week's live call on Tuesday at 2 replaces it, okay? Um, So a couple of weeks ago, we started a new series in the book of Galatians about the fruit of the Spirit, okay? It comes from Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23. It says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Our last call, we talked about love. Okay, we started at the beginning right there. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Well, today we are going to be looking at joy. So if you have your Bible with you, turn with me to Psalm 9, verse 2, and let's look at it together. And I'm going to read it for us in a couple of translations here so that we can begin to really see how the word joy is used in the Bible and and what it really means. So often I think we equate joy with happiness. And in the Bible, that's just not the way it is. Happiness is a feeling based on our circumstances and what we're feeling at the moment. And joy is something so much bigger than that. Okay, so turn with me Psalm 9-2. The first translation I'm going to read you is in the NLT, or the New Living Translation. It says, I will be filled with joy because of you. Okay, and then Psalm 9-2, same verse, different version. This is in the NIV. It says, I will be glad and rejoice in you. Same verse, I will be glad and rejoice in you. It doesn't actually say the word joy there. In the NIV, it uses the word rejoice. Well, why is that? Okay, so the word joy 
actually in the Bible, it means rejoice. It's actually, joy is often used in the Bible as a, as a verb, okay? It's a choice. So the other thing I want us to notice here from this verse, I will be filled with joy because of you, I will, or I will be glad and rejoice in you, depending on which translation you're looking at, is that joy is found in God because of you, rejoice in you. That you there is referring to God, okay? And the other thing I really want us to remember there is that it's a verb. To rejoice is an, it's an action. It's a choice. Turn with me to Psalm 42, verse 4. And this is in the NIV. It says, My heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshipers. Okay, so I want us to focus here. It's a choice here, okay? My heart is breaking. However, the author says, I walked among the crowds of worshipers. So even though the author's heart is breaking in the psalm, with a broken heart, he has chosen to rejoice. He's chosen to worship. He's chosen to be there in this crowd of worshipers. It says, my heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshipers, leading a great procession to the house of God. Not just walking among them, but leading a great procession to the house of God. So regardless of circumstances, remember, this is with a broken heart. Regardless of circumstances, leading a great procession to the house of God singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of a great celebration. So here we have these two conflicting things, right? We have a, a bro, an author with a broken heart that's also in the midst of a great celebration. And remember, he's brokenhearted, but he's heading where? Toward the house of God. So even with a broken heart, not running from God, but we see him heading toward God, Right? Again, we see in the Bible that this is a choice. This author of Psalm 42 is choosing to participate in joy. Following what? Following worship. And that is going to be our really big takeaway for today. Joy follows after worship. We focus on him right? Worshiping him. He fills us with joy. Remember from Psalm 9-2, I will be filled with joy because of you. He fills us with joy because of him. And because we are worshiping him, because we are focused on him, he is our joy. It's always about him. He's always there, always wanting and craving our adoration, right? He's always waiting for us to turn our eyes and our hearts back toward him. And in return, he fills us with his joy, joy only he can give, regardless of our circumstances, even with a broken heart. You know, he could make us, he could make us bow down. He's God, right? So he could get worship anyway. He wants it. But he doesn't force us. Why? 
Why do you think that is? I think it's he, it's because he gave us free will. He knows that we have choices everywhere, options coming at us from every direction, so many things vying for our attention and our adoration. He wants us to choose him. And our choice, you guys, is not without reward. When we choose to worship him, in return, we receive a joy only he can give. It's so simple, yet we try to make it so difficult on ourselves sometimes, don't we? I mean, I tell my kids all the time, good choices have good consequences. Bad choices have bad consequences. I can't tell you how many times I've said it when I'm punishing them and they're so angry because I'm punishing them or when I'm praising them because I'm so proud that they made a good choice. Isn't it always so fun when God uses your own parenting and your own children to teach you something he's been trying to teach you for so long? Good choices have good consequences. Bad choices have bad consequences. It's a choice. It's something we choose to participate in. We Choosing worship over worry. Choosing worship over fear. Choosing worship instead of overspending, instead of overeating, instead of over drinking. Right? Choosing to worship when we'd rather stew in our bitterness or when we'd rather just be angry. And we'd rather dwell in our pain or our hurt. There's no joy in those, right? Nothing good about that. Choosing worship, that's the good choice. And God's joy for us, God's joy in us, is the good consequence that comes when we choose him. Worship comes before joy. I feel like so often we want to reverse things with God. We want to praise him and worship him when we feel like it, when we feel good, when we're having a great day, when everything's rocking along. Oh, yeah, we choose worship. Let's worship. We worship God for the good things in our life. We praise him for the good things in our life. Scripture shows us over and over again, God says, no, 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 no. Yes, thank you for worshiping me for the good things, but here's the deal. My joy comes after you worship me. That's the real joy. Worship me first. Worship comes before joy. So I found a bunch of verses. I'm going to read three of them here for us just to really – bring this home and and show us over and over again that worship comes before joy. First place we're going to start is in 1 Chronicles chapter 16 verses 23 through 29. It says, "Sing to the Lord all the earth, proclaim his salvation day after day, declare his glory among the nations." his marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all gods 
of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him, strength and joy in his dwelling place. There's our word. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of nations, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory, do his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in, in the splendor of his holiness. You guys, it's saying, if you want strength and joy, right? Verse 27, strength and joy in his dwelling place. If you want strength and joy, God's got it. He says, bring me an offering. Come before me with worship and praise. I'm worthy of it. I'm worthy of, I'm worthy of your worship. Come with me with it. I've got your joy right here waiting for you. Okay, turn with me to the book of Psalms. We're, the first one we're going to look at is Psalm 66, verses 1 through 5. It says, shout with joy to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing praise to your name. Come and see what God has done. How awesome his, his works in man's behalf. Do we see it? Do you guys see it? Do we get it? It all points to him. And he wants it from us. He wants us to tell him how amazing he is. He knows it. He's God. He wants us to acknowledge it. Don't we want it from our own children? Don't we want our children to acknowledge that, that we've given them a good life, that we've given them what they have? They didn't earn it. They were born into it. Right? An inheritance. It's a heritage. We love them. We've given them everything because we love them. And God's the same way. He's saying, I've given you everything because I love you. Acknowledge it. Worship me. Turn with me. Just a few pages over, still in the book of Psalms. Look at, uh, let's look at Psalm 100. Again, verses 1 through 5. Shout for joy to the Lord. There it is. Shout for joy. Shout comes first, then joy. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Both Psalm 66 and 100 start the same way. Shout for what? Shout for what? Joy. Shout for joy. There it is, guys. Want a little joy today? <laughs> or maybe a lot of joy today? I'll take a lot of joy. It's all laid out for us. We just have to walk it. It's a choice. We wake up every day and we choose it. The you know, scripture tells us joy comes in the morning. I think we can decide what kind of day we're going to have. 
before we even put our feet on the ground, before we even get out of bed. Because it's a choice that we make. Are we going to use this day to worship him with the life he's given us? And if we say yes, then it's going to be a joyful day because joy follows worship. Will you pray with me? Father God, oh, thank you, Lord, for another Tuesday. Thank you, Lord, for each person on this call today. Thank you, Lord, for the ways that you are using this ministry to touch lives. Lord, we worship you because you are worthy of our praise. We bow before you and acknowledge that you are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the only God we want to bow down to. We love you, Lord. We praise your holy name. And we we know, Lord, that there's, we confess that there's so many other things vying for our worship here on earth. So many material things and substances and other things of this world, Lord, that we choose to give our worship to sometimes. Forgive us, Father. Turn our eyes back to you so that we can be filled with your joy, a joy that only you can bring. We thank you for it now, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. I truly love our time together. Um, Remember, if you're not a part of our Facebook page yet, go ahead and add yourself today. And until next Tuesday, may God bless you and yours. I'll see you. Well, see you, hear you, be here with you, however you want to say it next week. Bye now.